All right, we're live, uh, New York fellas, episode 15. I'd be remiss to say that there are two of us who are missing. Um, Maddie and Eric uh, decided to use a little PTO this week, and they're lucky I approved it. Um, and uh, they're currently at the Jason Aldean concert um, in Saratoga Springs at SPAC. And uh, shout out to Ice Pick Jimmy. Um, who's from Saratoga and um, they keep on constantly reminding me that they are sitting VIP and uh, I'm not going to respond to them in the chat. It's just not going to happen because I told them if they want to hear my response, they could listen to today's show um, and, and they'll listen to it tomorrow and, and they'll, they'll hear, but sitting VIP at a concert, it's not that impressive. Unless you're getting to hang out backstage with Jason Aldean and get to go drink with him after, I'm not impressed. There's, there's, there's nothing impressive about sitting VIP at SPAC. Matt, would you agree that there's nothing impressive about that? Yeah, the only cool thing I'll admit to them is that they have their own bathroom. That's cool. And their own bar. Other than that, eh, it doesn't move the needle for me. No, no movement of any needle. I could care less. My Diana wants to sit. She want Morgan. Uh, Morgan Wallen's coming here for three days. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, beginning August, yeah. and she wants to get like super expensive close ones. I'm like, what the fuck's the difference? Matt, you know, I, here, Tay like, and I talked about going to that. I don't know if it's going to happen, but to sit up in the the nosebleeds is 250 bucks. I, not when I was looking for all three days. I must maybe, Wednesday, maybe Thursday. I think I looked on Friday. Maybe Friday was the most expensive one. Probably. Probably, but nonetheless, I'm not impressed, boys. I hope you have a good time at the show. Um, Aldine puts on a great concert. I've seen him a few times, but Love uh, you know, it doesn't. It does nothing for me. I'm not. I'm not impressed. I, when you go down there and meet him and, and hang out with him, then I'll be impressed. But I don't think that's going to happen. If they get a picture with him and they hang out with him backstage and they're chilling and drinking with him, yeah. That's I would, impressive. I would love to do that myself. Right. I would love to do that myself. Guy loves SEC football. I yeah. Love there's, n- there's, SEC there, football. there's nothing that they're doing tonight that's impressive to me. And uh, Going to see a concert. Yeah. You're going to see a concert where you probably overpaid for a ticket to have a private bar and a private bathroom. That's it. Yeah, you're, you're, Hopefully they got some fried dough from Sarchiato's. Shout out Sarchiato's. Yep, Sarchiato's. Sessions in the USA. I'm surprised you didn't run back home to work it. That uh, ship kind of sailed a while ago. You're done with it? Plus, I've been home the past three weekends and next weekend. Do they, um, now do any of them listen to the show? Because I don't want to let the cat out of the bag about one of our friends. Uh... No, not not now. The only one would be Chris. He knows about it. I don't think he listens to it. He'd be the only one. Yeah, has that said person delivered the news? Delivered the news? So I thought he was telling the head honcho. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. So that's why he's still working. He still gets roped in the ones here and there, and he's been saying for years he's going to be done, but it never happens. He just keeps... Every once in a while, the big show. He was supposed you know, to call me this weekend, working. Chris. About what? Uh, we're trying to put together our good man speech. Not to get, dive into personal news, but Chris and I are the are the, the good men, um, or known as best men, but we're using good men um, for Matt's wedding, which is a very, very expensive wedding. This has cost oh, me, me thousands. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, he was supposed to call me. He never did. I wonder what happened. What are you guys doing? I don't. Phone? I don't know. What do you want? We can talk about this offline. I don't think the listeners care to know the the ins and outs of. Yeah, listeners don't care <laughs> about how all ten of them destroy me. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. It's it's probably going to be the hardest speech I'll ever have to write. There's you, there, there's there's nothing good to say about you. Yeah. No, yeah. Right. See, so you agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> That's what I said. And both of you have, and both of you have enough ammo to I fucking said to Chris, write a book. I said, Chris, how do we do this? There's nothing nice to say about this guy. <laughs> There's enough ammo you could fucking you could write a trilogy of. Oh, books. I had such a great opening joke, but man, it would totally derail the entire wedding. It would be over the minute I said it. I'll tell you offline. Oh, it would it would be awful. It'd be funny. Like like bad. Yeah, like your bride would be upset. <laughs> okay, then let's not do that. <laughs> oh, it'd be terrible. Yeah, let's 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 lay off of that then. I mean, even Taylor told me you cannot do that. Absolutely not. I'll tell you offline though; it's pretty funny. Yeah, you gotta tell me offline. I'd probably appreciate. Um, it, you probably can't say it. I got my mom and dad there and stuff. Yeah, that would be bad. Um, anyway, so we're doing the show tonight with just me, Matt, and uh, Elijah. Will be on. Uh, in the next few minutes here. But uh, yeah, Maddie and Eric decided to take a little PTO. Well-deserved. Um, pretty sure they just played a ton of golf. Shout out to our, our new listener um, that they played golf with this afternoon. Um, I'm going to get her name right now. It's because it's slipping my mind. But uh, she plays on the uh, the Epson Tour, I believe it's called. Um, and her name is... Maddie. I think it's Maddie. Yes, Maddie... Maddie McCrary. I apologize if I'm saying that wrong, Maddie, but thank you for the support. Best of luck. What's the Epson? Best of luck in the Epson, uh, the Epson tour coming up at Pine Haven Country Club. Um, it's like the, uh, it's like the, it's like the Corn Fairy tour for men. So it's one level below the LPGA. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. You know, I asked like five times who she was, and then Maddie finally just answered me in a freaking Instagram message. Yeah, I got to play in the, uh, the, the the pro-am last year or two years ago. I don't remember what it was, but yeah, those, uh, man, they are, they are such good golfers. It's, it's, it's really fun. They're, they're so good. Um, is it like a, is it like a qualification for the LPGA stuff or like, how does that work? Yeah. Basically if you win, you can, I don't know if it's a point system like the FedEx or, or LPGA or whatnot. I don't know if it's a point system, but I don't know if you finish in a top 10 or whatever, but if you win, you're number one, I think, at the end of the season, you get your card to go to the LPGA, I believe. Um, I might be a little off on that. Absolutely. But, yeah, shout out to Maddie. Hopefully she uh, hopefully she takes it all. Um, so, yeah, those two are off. <clears throat> might do another show midweek, um, but we'll see how it goes. But uh, we got to dive into what happened this weekend post the All-Star break with our New York Yankees. And if you can tell by the tone of my voice, it is just absolutely terrible awful disgusting every word that you could think of that is not a positive word probably attach it to the yankees right now because there's just nothing nothing good about what's happening i saw a stat that they've lost series to the cubs the cardinals the rockies and one other team that is god awful i mean you went up against a pitcher today whose era is six and you scored no runs off of him i mean you made him look like a cy young winner and uh, White Sox, they lost series to the White Sox this year. Right. You know, 
excuse me, these are the uh, these are the games that you have to to up the win column. I just I don't understand. I mean, like so many the opportunities that were just totally squandered today. I mean, you're up three to one. Cole gives you six innings, one earned, um, finished with 102 pitches. You bring in, I don't know, Wandy, and I think Wandy did the job. And then I think Canely and, and Holmes gave up a combination of just it's a grand slam, I think, in the, the ninth. It's just – and then you go back up seven to five in, in the 11th and, uh, you know, looking like this game's going to be a win. And then, you know, they bring in Nick Ramirez. And, you know, I had questioned why we brought in Nick Ramirez. But prior to his last outing, which I think he got sent back down, and then they called him back up. He had been pretty good. Um, but, you know, I saw a stat of the lefties have a 900 OPS against Ramirez, and it's just give up a two-run homer to tie the game, and then Marinaccio comes in and just gives up a solo shot to end the game. Nothing went right. Everything. Nothing went right this weekend against the Rockies, and you lose two or three to a team that's 20 games below 500. Nothing to play for. You know, I, I just, right. uh, it doesn't, you know, we, we made the adjustment with getting rid of Lawson and bringing in Casey, which I like. Um, and we can dive into that in just a minute. But yeah, this this weekend was totally not the way you wanted to start it coming out of the All-Star break. You lose the first game 7-2, to two, you win the second game 6-3. to three, And the, the offense, Stanton looked like he's getting going. LeMahieu looked like he was getting going. And even LeMahieu today, I think, was all right. But it's just it's like... You have to beat the teams that you're supposed to beat. And I saw Boone's press conference after where he said, you're still playing Major League Baseball. And I get it to a certain degree. You're going to win. You're going to beat good teams. You're going to lose the bad teams. I totally get it. But coming off a week of rest, nobody went to the All-Star game except Cole, who started it and came out and did his job. No one went. Right. The only guy who really did his job today. (laughs) Like, the only person who fucking did what he was supposed to do. You know. You had a week off, and you lose two of three to a team in, in Colorado, in Colorado, and it's just not Fucking good. With more Yankees fans at Coors Field, it was like seventy percent Yankees fans. It's just everything about them is just infuriating. I just feel like there's nothing. I, I have nothing. Like I watch them play, and it's just you don't feel any type of excitement. You feel like they get a lead, they're gonna blow it. You feel like they're just so inconsistent the bats you never know what bats you're gonna get if they're gonna string some hits together or just com- look like complete boneheads the base running errors dude. i didn't see the, the base Bader one errors. what happened Bader in the tent so he's it's a ground ball and again this is like you know stuff that we learn in like high school like you know you and i would know this right so he's on second ground ball up the middle it has to go over the pitcher's head for you to advance you keep the lead but if the pitcher's gonna catch it you're not just gonna go to third he took off for third as soon as the ball was hit it was a high chopper that the pitcher caught he threw him out of third like because he just took off and he didn't even look he didn't wait for it to clear the pitcher it was a high it was like a sharp he like smashed it in the ground it was a chopper but dude it was it was right at the pitcher's face he just turned around and threw it to third yeah i mean you're at that point, you're not doing anybody any good. Now, don't get me wrong. If you, if it worked and you get to third, yeah, you got a sack fly opportunity. But at, you're already in scoring position. Why even, you know, keep the pressure going? You're already in scoring position, one. And two, that's like if it gets over his head, you just bought yourself another second and a half to two seconds, and they're not going to throw it to third. The only play is at first. That's the reason why you don't take off. Like, And that's not even just – yes, that's obviously you're looking back on it and everyone wants to – you know, everyone – after the fact wants to say everything, but dude, it's, it's very evident. And they just, 
all this stupid shit is uh, is happening too much. Too much stupid shit from professional baseball players that get paid uh, as a New York Yankee get paid a lot of money. Like we got to do the little things to win the fucking games. Win the game. I was very down when they got down five to three. I thought they were going to make a comeback, and they fucking do. And then they take the lead after they fucking squandered it in the tenth, where they and I thought they were going to lose in the bottom of the tenth, and then they fucking blow it again. Okay, they get two runs. All right, fine. Maybe we can escape with a win. Nope, two run home run solo shot. Goodbye. Yeah, so it. Uh, and uh, joining us now is Mr. Producer. What's going uh, on, gentlemen? Live Casper. We're just, uh, you know, just every right. negative word that you could think of has been thrown <laughs> around. We're down bad right now. Um, and we we're just talking yeah. about Bader's base running mistakes. And your brother even texted our chat today, Elijah, and he was like, geez, Yank's base running is tough. And like, yeah, it was. Um, just saying that, like, you know, you're already in scoring position. Why are you taking off on a chopper back to the, to the mound? I mean, like, make them make a play at first. They had already proven that they made bonehead plays when IKF hit that single and made a great turn. He knew nobody was there. The guy threw it over to first and another run scored. But, you know, to, to try and find some positives – it's that inning when they scored three, right? You couple of hits, put the ball in play, make them make plays. That's how this team has to win, right? Like they're, it, you, it's not the the Bronx Bombers of the past. Like I don't think that that's the case, and and I truly don't want them to be. But if you're not going to be, you're going to have to score runs. Um, and it just doesn't seem. Or or what? Here's what I just want. I just don't want them. Even if you don't win the games, don't fucking self-implode and lose them all. Like, dude, the bonehead shit on the base pass, fucking errors, like all of the little stuff. If you're not hitting the ball, fine, like whatever. Major League players go through streaks. People don't hit. I get it. But all of the other little intangibles, you guys have to be spot on. If you're not, if we're not, if our hitting's not on, you got to run the base as well when we get on base and you got to fucking yeah. field. And we can't shoot ourselves in the foot and fucking the Rockies, the Cubs, like, it's so fucking stupid. All these shit teams. I mean, and it's. Like, I watched three games in Boston, and they looked like shit. All of them, and they fucking lost all of them. Like, yeah. it's terrible. I mean, listen, the you can't even say this is a positive anymore. Is that they have the Angels coming up, who are down everybody except Otani. You can't even say it's a winnable series right now. It, t- it today, yeah, at least. Still very good. You know, so. Otani's gonna hit sixteen bombs in three games, and fuck. You do have the Royals after that, though. Right, so like, it's like you have to, until they take care of business against the Angels, I can't even say that they're going to beat Kansas City right that's now. That's what we just said about the Rockies. I understand. That's what I just way. said. You can't say it right now. Today, specifically and speaking, the right Mets, now, you can't. The Metropolitans? You want to talk yeah, about teams that are bad. down bad. You want to talk about down bad. <laughs> I guess we're not the Mets. Yeah, but so. let me ask you a question. Do you think last year's 101-win Met team was a, was just like a diamond in the rough, like a fluke? No, it's the same team. more money this year, though. It's the same team offensively, at least. Like they didn't really add anybody offensively; they just added two pitchers at the top who are old as hell. And Scherzer looked pretty good right. today, I guess. And they won three to they won two to two Scherzer to one. Did look good. Scherzer was good, but they're bad. Yeah, they're not <laughs> they're good, bad. man. They're bad. Like I guess if you good if players you want to though compare too. Apples and oranges here. They but, have good players. Huh? Lindor. Oh, they have a lot of good Marte, guys. They spent more money than Nemo. us. Yeah. McNeil is actually taking a huge step back this year. He's a batting leader last year, yeah. The champ. But look at where all the powerhouses are sitting in these fucking divisions. I mean, the, the only the listen, the only Yanks at the bottom, Sox tied with us at the bottom. Like everybody's at the, the bottom. The only team that you could say is winning it all right now, confidently, is Atlanta. Everything else is wide open. 
Yeah. Atlanta's just <laughs> Atlanta's doing all but that's the thing. Atlanta is hitting the ball and stuff, but they do all the little things. You don't see any real mistakes from them like they lost fielding error. They lost today, maybe? I don't know. If, oh no, the Rays lost today. Yeah, their first they lost on Saturday. They lost yesterday. It was their first home loss since the beginning of June. Whoa. Like they did lose today impressive. eight to one. They did. Yeah, yeah and yesterday I meant so they lost the series to Chicago, but they hadn't lost a home game for a month and a half. Yeah, that's wild. So again, again, the positives you try and find is that the AL is wide open. You have to play better, though. And uh, I mean, listen, there's two months left. I'm not gonna. I'm not hitting the pan. The AL East is gonna send four teams. I think the AL East is gonna send four teams to the playoffs. It's just a matter of where you fit in all that, and if we're even one of the four. What if we one of the fucking four teams that make it out of the AL East? I know. Crazy. It's just it's. It'll be nuts. I, I think the Orioles are going to win the division. They're a game back now. Just, They're a game back. I saw that. They're a game back. Of the, Ra- the Rays have actually I, kind I, of stunk in the in the last month. But the way they're gelling and how they look. And, dude, did you see their stats? They have they still have six first-round picks in their farm system. Like, six guys they've picked first-round number will be top ten overall in their farm system that are all up-and-coming stars. Like, dude, that team is going to be loaded. That's the benefit when you tank for five or six years. But the problem is with them is, like, they don't have – they have the money, but they will not spend the money to keep those guys there. They just won't do it. And it's going to be – they're going to be good for two or three years. You don't years. think they're going to pay – you don't think they're going to pay Adley? Dude, he's probably one of the best – he's probably the best catcher since – Yes, now. they're going to pay – they're going to pay him. And he's – I don't know if he'll take it, though, if there's no guarantee that they don't – take care of these other guys who are going to want contracts too. You're not going to see the, the Orioles with a payroll of $250 million. Yeah. It's just not going they to happen. Run it, they can run into an issue very quickly where so they just gonna, right. so they're going to do well for by the bigger teams. Right. They're going to do well for three years, maybe, and then they're going to implode. That's just how it goes. But then if they reload with their other top draft picks, but it's just... Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they have a consistent... This is, they have a, they're a year early right now is what's happening. So this is like lightning in a bottle. You can't say that's going to happen again with those draft picks that they have in their farm system. You don't know. I'm not, but I'm saying what they have right now is produced and they have more in the tank. So if what you're saying is true, it just seems like they've built a lot of good momentum. Correct. I don't they know. have, and but I'm just saying they have to make sure that those guys in the farm system can do what these current people are doing. And you don't, yeah. that's a long shot. Um, yeah. But either, either way, they're, are, they're a good club. And uh, that's what they've been so bad for so long. I know it's the benefit when you tank for a long time. Well, they've had those. They've had those diamond in the rough years. So they had the year with Jeter's retirement years. They were filthy, and that's the year they went to the ALCS. But then before that, I think the last time they went was yeah, they were 2012 when CC had to check himself into rehab. I think. <laughs> I think that was the, that's the only reason I remember that is because I watched a doc on him, and it was him. They were playing in Baltimore. He had to check himself in. But you know, before that, who knows? I don't even know. But the, yeah, the Yankees. Going back to what we said, is you can't even say the Angels or, or Kansas City are an easy series. I don't think any series in Major League Baseball is easy, but like you have to, it's the only sport, in my opinion, where you have a better opportunity to beat the teams that you're supposed to beat. Like in the NFL and NBA, it doesn't, in my opinion, doesn't work like that, but you have to beat the teams that you're better than on paper. Well, the NFL, the NFL, I completely agree with you. The NBA, dude, anything can happen now. Everybody just depends sits, who sits and stuff like that, right? Management. Yeah, like yeah. the Knicks beating the Celtics three out of four games this year is just not – that's not supposed to happen. Right, or the Raptors beating the Warriors twice, like, you know, stupid shit like that. Um, Except so, for playing the A's, you will beat the A's every time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we've beaten 
we've played them six times. And we've gone five. We lost the game to the A's. Yeah, but we've won five, five of six against a team. Like yeah, you're going to okay, but... win the series every time. <sighs> We're not winning. The, we didn't beat Colorado. We didn't beat Chicago. I mean, Lodge, we lose to all of the shit. <laughs> if you lose to the Royals, it's time to sell. <laughs> yeah, um, that's an, we can jump into that right now, too. Um, what do you? What are your opinions? And Lodge, you can give yours about the Sox. What are your opinions about Yankees being buyers at the deadline? Again, this week, Buster Olney, in my opinion, just threw this out there because it was a slow week. Yeah, yeah, it's like they shit, um, right said that now. the Yankees would be the most motivated to get Otani. This is this is like a really tough question to answer, right? Are you going to because they're going to ask for the farm? They're going to ask for the whole farm. They're going to ask for any pitcher that you have. They're going to ask for Volpe. They're going to ask for Peraza. They're going to ask for Dominguez. Are you giving up all those guys for Otani for two months with no guarantee that he's going to sign here long term? There's just no possible way you can do that. But Mike, on the free agent market, that how many times has that happened where the guy doesn't resign? He's going to come play for us for three months and then not return. Like you know, the Yankees are going to Machado. What happened with Machado? I believe in in with the Dodgers. That's probably one of the only cases. That wasn't that long ago. How many other times does that happen? But everyone knows that he is. You know, wants to be. I don't think Otani likes the Yankees. I'm, I, that was always my thought. I thought Otani said, has openly stated that no, he really doesn't no, no, want no. to play in New York. He basically said when he first came into the league, and keep me honest, I think Lodge might know the answer to this. He <laughs> didn't want to play for a big market team, meaning the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Mets. Um, I mean, the Angels are technically in fucking Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah, but they're not, they're not the Dodgers. They suck ass. I know. Yeah. They're not the Dodgers. No one cares about the Angels. That's what Stephen A. said. The Angels, no one cares. Listen, he's an, he's. I I'll give him credit when he talks about basketball and some football, baseball. Forget it. I don't care about anything. Yes, he did. He brought on the he brought on the NHL fucking uh, uh, the NHL commissioner. It was like he was freaking. Might as well have been me talking about cricket. Well, he said that one thing when the Mike, Michael <laughs> when Michael K was on first uh, first take. He was like, they were like, okay, Michael, who's going to be the first New York team to win a championship? And he was like, all right, the Rangers. And they were like, oh no, 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 basketball, baseball, no, it doesn't football. count. He yeah. said it doesn't count. It's like, dude, Which you're is a dummy. Um, so I think the Yankees, in my opinion, are going to be buyers at the deadline. I'm going to put Otani at a at a long shot. I don't think they're going to do it. I, I would have to agree if they don't give up Dominguez and, and all these things, but I think they're going to go after two people I have in mind. Soto being who I want because he's under control for next year as well. And you probably only have to give up a few prospects and Peraza and maybe someone else. I don't think you can give up Dominguez um, or you go after Bellinger. Who's actually a left fielder. Cause it's really hurting them. And he's a lefty bat in Yankee stadium. Oh, I love Bellinger. Is he good again this I year? Yes. Huh? Is he good again I, this yes, year? Yes, he's doing, he's he has doing been, better. So I've been hammering him just for getting into gambling. I've been <laughs> hammering him for combo stat and home run, to hit a home run in his combo stat. Dude, he's hitting it every day. He is on fire. He has three home runs in the past. Now it's the past three. He had a grand slam against the Red Sox. Right. Yeah. And prior prior to going into the break, he had, he had hits in like – I think it was like 16 of 17 games or something. Yeah. I mean, he's been killing the ball. He's been doing really well. He's hitting 306 right now. He, he's a former MVP. Um, I believe he was on the 2020 team when they won the, the COVID World Series in, in LA. He's played in big markets between the Dodgers and Chicago. I think he would do well in New York. Um, he can play first base if you need him to play first base, but he's an actual outfielder. 
he, he's up for he's up he's not under contract past this year or uh, what's his situation? I don't even know that. I would love Bellinger right now. I'm not. I think he'd be exact. I've just heard. I've just heard rumors and stuff that he's actually on the trading trading block. I think I saw Stroman. Yeah, he's only got a one year deal with the Cubs. Yeah, Stroman and him did a uh, or he, Stroman did a press conference and he was saying how like me and Cody would both love to be here, but we don't really have a say. You know, whatever. But I would be surprised because the Cubs, you know, signed Bellinger. They signed. They got Stroman. They went after Swanson. Like you would think they trying to make a push to be better, but I'm not 100% sure. I never really... Well, he really wasn't... The first quarter of the year, he really wasn't doing well. He's been kind of out of form since he won the MVP. This is like the first semblance, the last like three months, two and two months, maybe a little less, but has been the first semblance of him showing what he used to be when he won the MVP. Yeah. So like, But he's hot right now. Yeah, so I would love to see him go after one of those two. Obviously, I would love to have Soto under control for uh, next year to more appealing to to give up some guys and know you have Soto for a, at least another year before he has to go into to free agency. Um, and Bellinger, obviously, I would take as well. So, I don't know. Lige, what do you think the Sox are going to do? Uh, I think the Sox biggest thing, they just need to get healthy. I think they the like story the team playing? have. What's that? Is Story playing? Story's about to start rehab. Like the rehab games. So, he's actually going to come back and play DH, which would be good. Then what was his? What happened to him? Tommy John, I think. Oh, dang. Yeah, so he can't play in the field, but they're going to have him hit. I haven't even thought about him, which is crazy. Um, and then Sale pitching off the mound again, I think. But they're playing good ball right now. I, I mean, can't believe that. They had, they played well today. I was watching some of their game. Yeah, they, Sales. Their offense is good. Their pitching's, you know, once Sale gets – he's he's been really good this year. Um, I haven't seen them in any names for – or any of the big names, but I don't think that's what they do anymore. I think with Heim Bloom, they're just trying to rebuild the farm system and do the money ball stuff and find deals here and there. And I hate it because we're the Red Sox. We just spent a bunch of money and win World Series. But this guy was a genius at what he does, and I can't really argue yeah, with but it. They signed, uh, what's his name there? Trevor the Trey. Japanese guy. Yeah, he's been great. Yoshida's been awesome. That was a yeah, $70, $70 million deal, I think. Like, that's a pretty penny. Guy hit a grand slam today. <laughs> what did or did Devers sign a big deal yet? Yeah, Devers we locked up. I mean, we lost in the process of this whole transition. We lost bets and we lost Bogarts. I will never yeah. forgive them. That was a terrible. I can't. Bets I'm still stupid. shocked that they didn't like. They have no to, right to not sign him. Um, did they like not even try? They did. I don't they, even remember. They they're just trying to spend less money. They're trying to get under the luxury tax, which is the stupidest thing in the world. Back when I did my podcast, shameless plug. We talked about the luxury tax and how stupid they didn't have to pay that much and they wanted to get under it. And John Henry's worth over $4 billion and he could have paid for it just by living in a home what's, game. What's <laughs> the minimum for the luxury tax? It's like 10% or something of whatever you go 10%, whatever you're over. I think that's like the starting point. It goes up more from there. Um, I believe the, the Mets have hit the second level of the. No, they are. That, that's what they, that's yeah, what whatever that, that second level game. is. An insane amount out of his own pocket. What's his face? Um, but I mean, and then, it hurt to lose Bogarts too. But he's been awful this year. And the Padres signed him for twelve years at thirty-two years old or whatever they did. I so can't. they can have fun with that. Those um, deals make no sense to me. Yeah, I mean, we got Trevor Story, who like he's a really good baseball player, but we kind of forgot about him because he hasn't played for over a year. It seems. I don't know. I haven't seen any news what the Red Sox doing. They're kind of just under the radar, playing good baseball right now with all the news about the Yankees. 
because the Yankees are just right. in shambles. The Sox have done nothing, and they have a better record than us. Yeah, but that doesn't. It's like they're playing good baseball, and it's like that's what they do. It's all almost, year, back and it's forth almost and like back a te- it's like a tease. Like you know, they're not going to do anything. Yeah. To make the team better, so it's like you just have to hope that this good stuff lasts, and it like chances are probably doesn't, but like yeah, I don't. I you don't never know. know. They, I'm I'm looking at the news on ESPN right now. There's nothing about trades. I looked at the Yankees news, and it's all about trades. So, <laughs> I mean, Cashman I think came out and said they need to get they're going to go after a bat and a left fielder. Yeah, and the Red Sox said nothing like that. Should have said eight months ago, um, and and done his job then, but. I did see a you know, John Smoltz quote about Otani going to the Yankees. It said that it would make the Yankees the World Series favorites. What do you think about that? Well, he said <laughs> with, a, he with a healthy he judge, like him. He said he would like him to be in San Fran or L.A., but, but at the Dodgers. But what he thinks is going to happen is that he's going to go to New York, and then if he's in New York, there's no way that him and Judge would in that market wouldn't just create like mass hysteria, and it wouldn't just be fucking, which is true. All he's got to do. Is have one conversation with Hideki Matsui, and we're it's a done deal. What about Dice K? Know each other. Hey, Dice K. We already have a Japanese guy on our team. I mean, he's coming to the Sox. It's written in the stars. <laughs> have you guys Talking seen? Have, have you that. seen the story <laughs> yeah. about um, how Kodai Senga? He's from. He's Japanese as well, yeah. and he's older than Otani. So in in Japanese culture, it's like I think I mentioned this before in one of the earlier I shows. Think you did, yeah. Yeah, the Japanese culture, like, you, they have tremendous respect for their elders. So, yeah. like, him going to the Mets could potentially show up Kodai Senga, and, like, that is potentially, like, a no-no That'd be in the, the Japanese culture. Could you imagine? <laughs> Mets don't <laughs> Billy, Billy Epler signs Senga and takes himself immediately out of the chance to sign <laughs> Otani because of the Japanese culture. I Which mean, I, res- he, I respect he, it, but... Ichiro like, talks to him and he goes to Seattle. I mean, I don't know. He loves Ichiro. He said he loves Seattle at the All-Star break. He's like, Seattle's a tremendous place. Which I've never been, so I can't attest to that, but... Um, lives out there. He fell in love with the Mariners, so... Yeah, he's a traitor, right? Yeah, we don't talk about him. Just oh kidding. My we love God. Uncle Brian if he's listening. Shout out to Uncle Brian. Probably not a listener, <laughs> but maybe someday. Hey, maybe you never know. Ani's <laughs> um, up right now. Yeah, I, listen, what Smoltz said... I, I just can't see them giving up all those players for two months with no guarantee. The only way I would do it is if he signs, like, if he comes over and signs a deal immediately. With this yeah. new star insurance patch that they got on their their their, their sleeves <laughs> at 25 a year. Donaldson falls off next year. That's another 25. There you go. 50 mil. Done. I don't think even a deal would be necessary because you're if he's coming to you, he obviously wants to stay. Like, dude, he's not planning on coming to the Yankees to not stay. And you know, yeah, but I don't think him. he has a. I don't think he get. I don't think they're gonna go up to him and say. But I also I don't. Mean, think I don't think really cares about the money. That's the other thing. Like, he well, he wants like to he win. Wants, yeah, he just wants to be in a place that can win. And in theory, it's supposed to be the New York Yankees can win, but we just suck ass. Oh, with him <laughs> and Judge. I mean. But the the problem is, is like, where do you? Where do you what do you do with Stanton? I bet you Stanton could be a part of that trade. Well, that was one of the names you could sell at the deadline. They still have to eat like four years, right? What does he have left? It's like three years. I don't know, but I don't think the Yankees are paying majority of that contract. I used to think that was collusion that trade, but I think Jeter now was sabotaging the Yankees. Uh, could have. I think he could go either way. (laughs) Jeter wants. Jeter wants. Um, is that what he said? He wanted Otani. Who do you say he wanted to go after? No, Soto. Soto. Sorry. He said at the all-star at the all-star break. I yeah, I don't I don't know. Do 
Can you, could you like, but to your point, you're like, I don't, you're going to say, I don't think he's going to come here and not want to stay. Like I, he doesn't, Artie Moreno and the GM are not going up to him and saying, hey, Shohei, where do you want to be traded? Like, it's not going to happen. Ha- they have to look out for the best interest of their club. So whether they trade him to New York or not is not Shohei's choice. Right, but then if he's already in New York and he kind of meshes and he gets along, you don't – dude, you think these guys like bouncing around like this? I don't know. I don't think a lot of them – I mean, listen, if he comes here and wins a World Se- and they win the World Series this year, okay, <laughs> I guess yeah. – that gives you a good chance to re-sign him, but it also is like, okay, well, I won the World Series here, and now I'm going to go out to L.A. where I want to be on the West Coast because it's closer to Japan. Which, you know what? I kind of think that's a lame excuse. You're going to be making $50 million a year. You could charter a private plane to Japan and be there, you know, whenever you want. Yeah, like, it's like, come on. Like, you're in New York. Like, you could get a private plane out of JFK in, in a second. Um, I just think he's going to go to the Dodgers because I feel like everybody goes to the Dodgers. Instead. Everybody goes to the Dodgers. That's well, the Dodgers have cleared up a ton of payroll. Which Dodgers is so- or the Giants? No. First of all, could you just imagine the Betts, Freeman, Otani? What the <laughs> fuck? Dude. <laughs> that's and then their insane. pitching rotation has Otani as the four, probably. Right? That's insane. <laughs> like, how do they lose be, anything? No, who's, who would be their one? That the lefty there, the Goslin, Bueller, who when he comes back, yeah. Kershaw, who's still throwing sub three ERA. Right. I don't think that uh that guy's coming back, Dustin May. What a bust! That sucks because he was electric. He yeah, was, but dude, listen to him. Listen, to just listen. They have Gonsolin. They have Gonsolin, Kershaw, and when Bueller comes back, and then you have the other guy too. The, they have another guy too. Urea, Urea, Urea. Yeah. I think I can't remember. I think I said Urias. that wrong. Yes, you're right. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I would. In a perfect world where we got to keep, I don't want to get rid of Dominguez because Dominguez is potentially that Juan so- the Juan Soto that we're trying to potentially sign. He's a lefty. He's got power. He's an outfielder. He's young. Like you know, I guess is- I'd have to see what's put on the table. But dude, I don't think you can rule anything out for not getting this fucking guy, Mike. This is a once in a like. Are you giving up? Are you giving up Dominguez? Well, or excuse me, Dominguez. Are you giving That's up? What I said it are you giving up? Are you giving up Volpe? You gonna you giving up those three guys? I'd do it I, just for the sake. I mean, of, if is Volpe or like I don't know, dude. I like Volpe. The known versus like the unknown. Like, yeah, I don't know. No, I'm saying I'd have to see what that. the trade package would look like. I got to see what that what it, well, it is. I think there's certain scenarios you might say yes, certain ones you say no. But I don't think anybody's off the table. To be honest with you, I, I don't. What did they say they wanted? Like four first round picks or something, and three. I don't know if they've said much because they've kind of been like no we're not trading and then i'm saying like he, seeing that angels are quote listening to offers yeah they're always now. gonna fucking listen to everyone just like, i think san about? fran mon- monetarily wise san fran makes the most sense they got money to fucking spend they don't have shit on that team but he's not well, going look to they just offered to judge and correa and like, i know no one signed it's like no one signed right so they again can give otani 700 million and you be like you know whatever one of the but other things though shit. positives of being in new york is like Let's say he, do, you know, he doesn't get the fifty million a year. Let's say he signs for like I don't know forty five or forty two. I mean, he's in New York, like the the, the like it's the most marketable city in the world. Like he will make so much money off the field. You don't think he'd make that in fucking L.A. or San Francisco? Oh, I think it would. I think, in my opinion, it would go marketability per city would be New York. Uh, Los Angeles, and then San Francisco. I mean, if he cares about money, he should go to the Rays, the Marlins, the Rangers, or the Astros if you don't want to fucking have to worry about state income tax. At that, I guess if I'm making $50 million a year, like, do I really care about state income tax? 
Is this the I most said if you were impactful... making a point about money, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is this What'd the most like? impactful like baseball trade that would ever happen? Because we, we've never had a, a ace pitcher and an ace hitter, like a number one hitter, traded in well, one I mean, there's trade. There's always been – yeah, there's been big no, it would, it would. I remember it when A-Rod a, was on the market. Like, it would be a Babe Ruth trade, even though Babe Ruth didn't pitch and hit at the same time. Like that's the – like it could – it could change the course of history for a team for a hundred years. Like I, not a hundred years, but like you could also, you could see like a curse of like, whatever, you know, the dot, the, the angels kind of suck anyway. So it's like, baseball, no, it's not gonna be- you don't, you don't normally see one player change a team that much. Normally you have to make a couple moves at the deadline. And like the basketball have a team. Can- they just need a kick in the ass. They have a team yeah. already. That's what I mean. Like this, this guy, guy can give you a fucking kick in the ass. He can fucking, he could throw a complete game with, Eight strikeouts and then go hit two home runs. You can I win mean, the game. Yeah, we've never seen a player like this. It's it's awesome to even think about that your team could get somebody like this. You know what I think we're going to see more of now? I think you're going to see more people like Otani. We got a, a guy in LSU who already does that. Dude, to be that good at to be that good though is I don't, I don't think you're you could be that good, that but talent. you're gonna you're gonna see more pitchers hit trying to hit. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. you should. I'm here for it. Yeah, your brother could rake in high school, and he was a phenomenal pitcher. Could have won D three for hitting, probably. Oh, for sure, he could have played D two for hitting, no doubt. Yeah. He might have been able to play D one as an outfielder. He, he could have been Otani. That's what we're saying. Otani. Yeah, the bald Otani. <laughs> bald Otani. <laughs> he could have. Yeah, he was a nasty hitter. Yeah. He was our best hitter. Yeah, he's just like Otani. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny to see, like, you go back and look at, like, D1 pitchers, their high school stats. They all hit, like, 500 with, like, 10 home runs. And it's, like, you can right. tell in high school baseball when people are destined for greatness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that oh. ice shaking around in the background, Matt, is phenomenal. All right, dude, what's um, the ice. Angels take the lead. Yeah, so we'll uh, – who are they playing right now? They're playing the uh, – oh, Astros. the Astros, right? Yeah, we need them to beat the Astros. It's getting to that point now where kind of like every game means more. Game yeah, right. More every more. game means more now, and it's like very unsettling to know that we're playing so bad. But listen, you could change things in in three days. You go into you know Anaheim and you win three straight. You come in home to play KC and you win another three straight or two of two of three and you won five. Of, like you got to win five. Change. I think you got to win five of the next six. Or you just Lofty. keep getting, keep losing series. And, sorry. I'll take, listen, I'll take four. I'll even take four of six. Can't do three. With, I'll take four of six with some strategic losses from other teams. Yeah. You right? can't do three. No. You just have to go into win tomorrow. games. I mean, listen. I, I win like, the games. Matt, I understand. I, um. <laughs> win. Yeah. Just fucking win. Yeah, you know what A Rod said? Did you read? Did you look at that thing I said about what A Rod said? That's what I've been trying to tell you two fucking clowns. I don't. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Full disclosure: whatever you send me on Instagram, most of the time, probably not watching it. I just like it to let you know that I'm acknowledging you. I watch it. No, you watch some worry. of it. You watch the things ask... about what's his face, Nikki Cass. You watch those. Oh, those ones are funny. Yeah. Let me ask you a question: When someone sends you something on Instagram or anything, like, do you watch it with like sound? Like, do you always have yes. the sound on? I watch. It depends what it is. And I, I never have. I never have the sound on. Why? I, I don't know. Because someone sent me something, and Maddie goes, did you see that? I'm like, I don't know. I watched it. He's like, well, did you have the sound on? I'm like, no. He's like, all right, well, then you want to go. I send a lot of things out to people, and knowing that they probably don't watch it with sound kind of hurts. 
Well, you don't send me anything. Well, I mean, disrespectful. I just outed myself, though, that I wouldn't watch and just like <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, why would I send you anything? <laughs> All right, well, anyways, I... Well, A-Rod said that the Yankees the Yankees aren't the Yankees because of all the stupid analytical bullshit that they've been doing. It's because the Yankees were the Bronx Bombers. They were the powerhouse because they just dominated teams in one games. And how did they win 27 World Series titles without any of this analytics in the past? The Yankees need to get back to what they were good at, which Cheating. is just hitting the ball and dominating teams and shut the fuck up, Lige. <laughs> how did they cheat? Did you say? A-Rod did steroids. Okay. Oh, you don't think anyone in Boston's ever done steroids? That's such a stupid fuck. Uh, I'm pretty sure Poppy was a uh, was on that, that list. Proven. And okay. I and Jason Veritek might have done steroids, but he's the biggest piece of shit. I've whoa, ever whoa, seen whoa, whoa! I fucking Jason Veritek's a loser. All right. Where did this come from? Oh, you started it. I, uh, I did. Go, I went to a Coco Yankee game. That's not one of your idiots, isn't it? Yeah. Coco Crisp. I went to a, a Yankee game. Guy. When I was a kid, Yankees, Red Sox, and uh, Veritek threw a ball in my direction. My friend caught it and gave it to me. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, that's stupid. You shouldn't have taken it. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Don't take any of the balls. And then you want to know what happened to it? I would take it. No, I want to know what happened to that ball? Did the dog eat it? No, Marty. Marty was a little kid, and he, and he drew highlighter all over it. <laughs> he knew. He, Marty he knew. Baseball. Destroyed it. <laughs> the only ball what's... I've ever gotten at a game. Really? Who's <laughs> Who's the guy that narrates that um, or who talks to the entire 30 for 30 about the four days in October? Is that Millar? Is that Kevin yeah, I think Millar? Millar does most of the talking there, yeah. yeah you don't like him too, I'm going to guess? I kind of like Millar. He's a fun guy now. He was funny. I didn't like him then. I like him now. And he said, and when he said on there, he goes, he goes, don't let us win one. And it's like, even in my head at the time, it's like, I fucking agree with you because they have fucking shilling. And Pedro. Shit on us. And, yeah, and Pedro. Well, now and Derek Lowe, who would have thought? Everyone hates Schilling now. Poor guy. I love Schilling now. Um, Randy Johnson. He's a professional photographer for the NFL. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. I think it's awesome. Kurt Schilling started so... a video game company that went bankrupt. Mm. Yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> oh, he says some of the right things. He's just whatever. Um, he's just an idiot. He's a Red so, Sox idiot. You know? We didn't oh, talk yeah, much about this, idiot. I don't think. Lige, I don't know if you were on when we talked about this or if we did talk about it at all. Um, Sean Casey is the new hitting coach for the Yankees. Um, I, I love it. And, and I, and I love it for a specific reason only because the Yankees hired a hitting coach in Nick Lawson, who's never played professional baseball. Now I know you could say there are major, there are managers who have never played major league baseball. And like, I think there's a, a huge difference between those guys are just, you know, you're managing emotions. You're managing a group of men, and you're and if you're a good motivator, I think you can be a good manager and a good players coach. But as a hitting coach, your job is to get these guys to hit, and he had never done that at, at the major league level, and, and they thought it was a good idea to hire this guy to try and tell Judge who's making forty million a year, hey man, you got to do this differently. <laughs> I would tell the guy, shut up, bro. You've never even stepped into the box, and now and getting back to Casey, he's a career three hundred hitter. Yeah, like this is it's it, it blows my mind that they are so deep into the analytics that they're going to hire a guy who loves launch angles more than a guy who actually did it for a living for a long time. Casey was a I remember watching him play. I'm like, dang, this guy. Well, that's what I just, so that's the point I just made to you, which you made no comment because we kind of got sidetracked. Yeah, that's no, I, 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 I totally I totally I totally agree with what A-Rod had to say. Um, 
And I, I don't know if there's going to be a shift in the way they do things. I don't think there's going to be because I think Cashman no. loves the numbers and like no, baseball no just shift. like, but like if you, but like if you think about what everyone else does, the teams that are winning are following the, the analytical guidelines that are given to them. So it's like, but are they though, Mike? It's all just fucking random. That's what I'm saying. Like the teams that win the World Series don't have the highest payroll. You said that yourself. Like in theory, not everything, especially in. But that baseball, proves my point that they're finding. No. That proves my point that they're finding guys that can do the job analytically for the least amount of money. But That's that the was whole happening concept. before analytics. That was happening before analytics. The bet the team with the highest payroll doesn't always win the World Series. And that happened before you got a guy to figure out, oh, his launch angle and how fast he threw the ball to first and who gives a fuck? Like uh, they listen, can win always, games. I get it. I don't know. I'm I'm stuck in between both places. I'm more of a traditional, I think, kind of guy when it comes to baseball, but like what am I I'm fighting a lost battle at that point. And Elijah, your brother and I argue about um how hard the baseball was hit all the time. It does. It drives me nuts. Like 110 off the bat until line drive out. I'm like, all right, great. It was an out. Like, I don't. What, how is that cool? Like, I don't, and they're like, hard I'm hit baseball equals hit. Huge hits. fan of hard hit balls. Yeah, that's fine. You can be a huge fan of it, but I don't care if he goes over four every game and he just hits line drives to the right fielder. Like, but he's so fans? close. He's so yeah. close. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, well, his launch angle was great, and it usually means he's going to get hits, but he just went 0 for 5 today. I'll tell you what. The one stat that I loved that I saw recently was Ellie De La Cruz and his ball he threw across the diamond at 97.9 miles per hour, the hardest thrown ball since, like, they brought this whole thing into play in, I think, 2015. That's absurd. Like, where is our – Pirates that threw the ball in the shortstop there, O'Neal? Are they related? Cruz O'Neal? I don't – I don't think he plays shortstop, does he? Yeah, he does. No, O'Neal is his first name, isn't it? No, Cruz O'Neal. He's actually named after Paul O'Neal. His dad was a huge Paul O'Neal fan. Oh, look at that. Fun little fact. Yeah, how about that? He uh, FaceTimed him one day. Are better than us, aren't they? No. no. <laughs> oh, he's not. not even – he's not even playing right now. Mm. This guy um, was a big deal when he showed up in the MLB. Yeah, he was. He was, and he kind of fell off. But I don't know if Ellie De La Cruz is going to fall off like that. I don't know. Cincinnati's playing so well that it probably not. Um, but it's it's possible. He's only been up here for three weeks, so you know he could taper off. And but I don't. I would love to see him keep going because it's great. I love seeing Cincinnati be good. Like it's awesome. Yeah, and seeing him like make all the little plays that are just like he's just beating shit out and doing stuff in the field and stealing bases and like he's doing everything. Yeah, he's sweet. He's fun to watch. Um, anyway, so yeah, back to the analytical stuff. The the Sean Casey hire, I like. I do think it'll kind of turn things around kind of see some of these guys getting going and Stanton and LeMayhew and those are the guys and Rizzo needs some help too. You could see some of those guys turn it around this past series despite losing two of three. I think DJ was three for but four. Mike, what do you think he's going to do? What, what kind of difference do you think he's going to make? Like I just, dude. For all the things that I just said, I don't do? think necessarily he's going to come in there and say like, hey, you know, like I don't think he's going to tweak them mechanically, but he made, he, he did an interview. He said, I could sense there was some tension in the room with these guys. And hey, Lawson just wasn't. Hey, Judge, needed. stand like this at the plate. Oh my God, Judge is hitting six hundred now. I don't think Judge is his worst. I think it's probably the younger guys and the guys that suck at hitting a baseball. It's definitely not yeah, Judge. I mean, like, look what happened with. Hold on a second, but like, look what happened with this whole uh, Anthony Volpe and and going down and having you know the chicken parm with Austin Wells and Austin Wells is like, hey man, your foot is a little open up. Why don't you close it up a little bit? And he starts going. He starts going nuts. So, like, yes, some guy can come in and tweak some things on some of these younger players. He's not going to do much with 
I think it's more judge. than it is anything. But yes. Well, I, okay, but all it does is like a change of scenery and get a guy who knows what he's doing and who has done the same thing that I'm trying to do as opposed to yeah, that. So can, it's, uh, you know, you're all like, well, know. what's it going to do? Like, uh, what does any coach do? Why do, why do any of them need coaches? They're professionals. If that's, the I argument. agree with you. Yeah. Why do they need a hitting coach, a pitching coach, a bullpen coach, a fucking bullpen coach assistant? Like, Someone's got to answer the phone out there. <laughs> I can fucking answer the phone. That's what I'm saying. That goes back to my point last week. You or I could be just as good of a manager now because all they do is use fucking analytics. There's nothing to so. do with baseball anymore. Who knows no. more about baseball than you or I will ever know. He's probably forgotten more about baseball than you or I will never know. For sure. But, Mike, it doesn't matter because he doesn't apply any of it because it's just what the analytics say. It's just whatever the analytics tell him to do. Whatever moves he's supposed to do according to analytics. So it doesn't matter. He, you're right. He probably does, and he should. He played professional baseball, but he's not going to fucking use it because you know why? It's not supported, and it doesn't matter. So don't use the analytics anymore, or don't don't go by your gut. There is no gut. It's all analytics. So you or I could go manage that team based off of that logic. And that's what drives me nuts. Uh, I still think we couldn't. I still think no, we couldn't. I still think we could. I oh, think if you put all the information in front of me, dude, I, you don't need to play to understand how the things work. To read and understand these analytics, how, what do you have to be, a fucking genius? No. He's just got a group of people that fucking tell him what to do, basically. He's not even doing it. He's like, oh, we're talking about now? We're talking about Boone? I was just talking about in like general. managers in general. <laughs> but Boone, because Matt just hates Boone. I don't yeah. hate Boone. I like Boone. I like I like Boone. I love Boone when he was on ESPN. I wish he would go back to ESPN. I do. I actually liked him a lot. I think he was the best person they had on there. You don't like Eduardo Perez? No, I fucking can't stand. He drives Eduardo. me nuts for some reason. He just makes completely irrelevant points about nothing. Um, I had an interesting point to bring up, and I totally. Forgot. I got an interesting point about Sean. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I played for the Red Sox. Uh, yeah. Played for the Tigers. You played too. for the Red Sox. John Casey did. The- the mayor. He, yeah, that's right. I love that name. He played for the Tigers. He played for Cincinnati. I don't know who else he played for. Like, that right one clip. Toronto, but, Pittsburgh, Detroit. But like, um, like wasn't uh, Eric – so, Mike, Eric – I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like, Eric McGuire's dad's, like, best friend or something. He used to be the, the bullpen coach for the Red Sox, right? Correct. Yeah. Something uh, like it was that. His, uh, it was his, his brother-in-law. His brother-in-law. So he was on the 07 team that won, wasn't it? Or the 07 or the 04? Which 09. 13. 13. The team. Sox or the, the – well, he, he was the Yankees. Uh, no, he was the Red Sox. Too. No, he's no, the no. Red Sox. Wasn't Eric he? McGuire's uncle, uncle was also the bullpen coach for the Yankees. Oh, well. Right. Regardless. But, but – all right, yeah, fine, whatever. But – what did so? What were his credentials to get there? What did he know? What, I don't how know did much. he get there? And that's but that's what I'm saying. Like, would it even matter now? I could go out to the bullpen and read a bunch of fucking shit. Like, oh yes, this guy's just so you know, this guy coming up has a he's batting 300 when he hits lefty against you, but if he's a switch hitter, he hits righty. He's batting 220, so you're gonna have to like. What if anyone can fucking read all that shit? All right, you know? Matt, you have one year to the day to get in a bullpen somewhere and become a coach. If you can do it, go do it. I would love to, but I wouldn't get hired because all that matters is, is you still have to have the credentials, but I'm saying the credentials don't mean anything because they yeah. all make the decisions based off the same thing. Now you still do have to have the credentials. Right. I'm not saying I can get hired <laughs> anywhere. I wouldn't even be fucking looked at. Oh, but if you don't have point. credentials, you this would never, you were, you were a catcher in high school. Yeah. This was the point that I was trying, that I had earlier. There was a job posted for the New York Yankees bullpen catcher. And I was this close to applying for it. Why the hell not? I didn't do it. Probably wouldn't have gotten it. 
because I played two years of junior college baseball. I'm sure they was want some really, guy back. Was there. it a real yeah. job or was it somebody fucking around? No, it was, I believe it was real. I want to apply for that. First of all, it'd be awesome. <laughs> Sit there and catch in the bullpen. It was a catcher once in Little League, and I got hit in the kneecap in practice, and I cried the last time I ever caught a baseball. I was a catcher. Oh God. <laughs> That's My dad great. put me back there. I, thought I, I don't know why he did that. I hate. I didn't know why he did that. It was awful. I cried. You know what really pissed me off was Aaron told me that he didn't like me behind the plate because I was too big. I was like, I was like, Aaron, that doesn't even fucking make sense because most people want big a target. big target behind the plate. <laughs> he goes, no. Yeah. He's, he goes, I like Neil better because he gets really tiny. I was like, this is the stupidest fucking logic I've ever heard in my life. I can't tell you that. Of pissing me off. We had we had a. Aaron and I played summer ball after college one year together. And we had this one kid, I can't remember his name, uh, but he was a catcher. And the other catcher on the team was huge. And Aaron loved throwing to this kid because he was tiny. He was so small. Yeah. like I was like, I don't even understand. He goes, yeah, I just, I don't like bigger targets. I was like, he you was are awesome against too. every pitcher that I've ever known in my life. He wants you to get big and have a big target. He was a little guy and he could, he could scrap, man. He was a tough dude. He could scrap. Aaron loved that. Yeah. He was a little guy. Um, so, looking forward to the Yankees series coming up. They're going. They're in Anaheim, then they're in Kansas. Or excuse me, then they're home against Kansas City, and then I think they play the Mets at home for two yeah, after the that. Metropolitans. Uh, like Elijah said earlier, we'll kind of go around and predict what's going to happen. But like Elijah said, I agree. They have to go five of six in these next six games. I'll take four of six with some with some strategic losses from the Orioles, the Jays, the Rays, even the Sox. At this point, uh, I'll take some strategic losses, but. Yeah, five or five or six is is what I'm is what I'm hoping for. Matt, what do you think? Give me it in the next two minutes. I I don't I think they go three of six. I think they'll win one of the series and lose one, and have some stupid games. And... Love the positivity, buddy. <laughs> Dude, there's at... no signs of anything changing. Why would you want me to say that? I every time I've ever said, oh, they're gonna need to get pick up momentum and stuff, and they just shit the bet. So no, I'd rather just be realistic. I don't think they're going to gain any momentum. I don't think they're going to do anything positive. And then maybe they will, and it'd be wonderful, but they probably won't. Well, they got some traveling to do, too. Damn. After after the Mets? Didn't they, at, they, went to, they went to Seattle already. No, they're at – so it goes at Los, at the Angels, home to Kansas City, home to the Mets, at Baltimore. Well, I just mean these next six. Like, they're in Colorado, then they go to Los Angeles, oh, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is too far, but still got to play tomorrow. Yeah. They've done all they, their West Coast – games except for the angels coming yeah up. monday got an earlier game at seven their time or so for their time but then fly back face kansas city believe it or not they in the end of july 20 friday the 28th through sunday the 6th it's at baltimore and then home for four home for three with tampa and then home uh, against houston for four like that is oh, gonna okay, like yeah. that could ruin things, the season that's probably the season yeah, right if there. they lose a majority of those home that home stretch there, or at Baltimore, and then the two home game, home stretches there, season's probably cooked. That's my only fun. You know what I think is going to? Oh, sorry. No, we're just looking at the head. You got Marlins, Braves, Red Sox. That's tough too. Marlins are Marlins are scrappy. The Braves are just kick the shit out of us. And Red Sox own you. Yeah, that's honestly true. I can't even really say anything. Yeah, you know what'll happen? We'll we'll lose four of seven. To Tampa and Houston, and then we'll sweep Miami, sweep Atlanta, and sweep Boston. Hey, Just like the, the teams you're not supposed to. The right, teams, the you're games that we really, you know. It's oh no, I'm sorry. The team, yeah, the teams that mean the most, the winning, and you'll just you'll implode. So, When's Judge back? There's no yeah. timetable. 
Yeah, it's not. And Boone said he, he took BP the other day. He took BP the other day. Listen, if he gets back soon and he's healthy, I'll take it. So maybe he'll. Be My there. thing is going to be when he comes back. If they magically start winning a bunch of fucking games, I think it's pathetic. I think that if it takes him to come back for them, <laughs> to start wrong. Winning, they no, suck. you're right. They're all they're fucking take idiots. It, but you're like, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, why did you guys? Well, we just got to. We need Judge back. We need our captain. Like. <laughs> So far, that, that is so the pathetic. that is like what we've seen this year. Every time he's he's there, they're great. But when he's hurt, they're absolutely awful. Yeah, we forget how to field. We forget how to run the bases. We, no one can hit. It's like we even though when him. he's even if he does come back and they start hitting, it just doesn't even it doesn't make sense because right. like it doesn't. Why does make he sense. matter? <laughs> if you're hitting and ball. he's not, it's still it doesn't even it doesn't even make sense. I don't know. Listen, five or six is the goal. We'll see what happens. Um, We'll wrap this up. This this podcast went smooth without the other two. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> Where are they? We'll have, they're at wow. the Jason Aldean concert. Oh, so, Maddie! Uh, I figured Maddie would no show because he had to explain how the NBA draft worked. No, him. I asked him today. He said, <laughs> "I asked him today." Not about that. I want to know that as well. I asked him. They gotta today make on the sure phone. he does it. I asked him on the phone today. He says, "You do your homework." He goes, yeah, I got it all squared away. I'll get, I got it all. I'm ready to go. I'm like, so you didn't do it. He goes, I'll do it. I'm like, all right, <laughs> he goes, no, I'll do it. All right, all right. So Maddie's, uh, <laughs> He's gonna Maddie's uh, explanation of how the NBA draft lottery works, along with protected and unprotected, and all this Swap nonsense. And all that. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm not he's forgetting gonna, next week either. I'll make sure. He's gonna, front and center. He's gonna, he's gonna lay it out there for us. So, um, all right, fellas, we'll, uh, we'll talk next week. Five or six is the goal, and we'll see where we're at. Let's go Red Sox. Right. Probably okay, terrible. Great. Positive, Matt. Love it. See you guys. <laughs> Fuck the Yanks.